Blog Talk Radio. Hello, it's Janice. Hey, Janice. I have been, right. been wanting and waiting and excited about talking to you all week long. And here you are. You are a part of the cast of Mank, which is airing on Netflix, and it has not one, not two, but how about ten Academy Awards nominations for this year, including Best Picture. Yeah. So. Yeah, we, not a bad haul. That's not a bad haul. That's not a bad haul. So, uh, where were you when you first found out that Mank had received all of these nominations? Um, I I was in bed and uh, my girlfriend woke me up to tell me. Um, because <laughs> I I knew that nominations were coming out uh, that morning, and um, I had just sort of not woken up. But it was really really nice. Uh, it's a really nice way to wake up. Oh my goodness! Uh, ever yes. Because that's right, they do those those nominations very early in the morning yeah. uh, for the yeah. East Coast people, of course. So, okay, um, tell everybody about your character in Mank, uh, for those maybe who have not done Netflix and Chill for Mank, you still have time. Uh, so let's go look at it. Let's go look at it, especially tonight after I get off the phone and everybody hears this interview. They can go look at Mank if they haven't seen it. So tell everybody about your yeah. character who have not seen the movie. Well, so I play Tommy. I'm um, I'm driving Mank, um, and it's pretty it's pretty early on in the movie. Um, I'm I'm very scattered and I'm I'm very distracted, and I can't really keep my eyes on the road. Um, I'm very uh, distracted by this girl uh, that I that I'm interested in, and I don't know if she's interested in me. I'm trying to parse a letter that she sent me, and uh, I'm aware that uh, Mank is is a great writer, so I, I want him to help me figure out this letter. And all he wants is for me to keep my eyes on the road. And um, it's a great little scene. It, I won't tell you how it ends, but um, it's not great for everybody involved. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's me. That's Tommy. That's Tommy. I love him. Okay, so yeah. you love Tommy. That's, that always helps if you love the character. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does. So, of course, you know, as we all know, uh, the movie is based on a, a portion of uh, screenwriter Herman J. Mankiewicz, who is played by Gary Oldman. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, as Mankiewicz was working on the classic film and screenplay, Citizen Kane, for Orson Welles. Okay, now, in preparation uh, for your audition, did you go back and look at a lot of old films from that era, or some well films, obviously Citizen Kane, or what was, was the preparation like for you for this role? Well, you know, it's, the preparation is sort of, uh, emailed me the audition, and then she called me, which she never, doesn't usually do, and she was like, Sean, this is perfect for you, because... Um, while I'm an actor and I, and I do sit around waiting for auditions, I also am a writer and, um, my sister and I are writing partners and we're Sundance fellows and we sort of, uh, specialize in period pieces. Um, we do, we like to play around with history and literature and sort of, we do these, uh, comedic takes 
on on things. And we had done a, a we actually did a, a film noir comedy that was, takes place in 1939, which is, um, if I recall correctly, it's when my scene takes place in the movie. And we had Louis B. Mayer was a character in an early draft. So I am sort of always prepared. I feel like I was really just, just always preparing for this role um, by sort of immersing myself in, in period pieces and, and watching them and writing them. Um, this was right up my alley. Uh, and yeah, and so I've seen a lot of the stuff. I've, I'd seen, I studied Citizen Canyon in, in college. I loved it. And um, I kind of just read it and I was like, oh yeah, I, I get the vibe. Yeah, I kind of know what to do here. <laughs> so, so do you, is there a, a certain segment of Citizen Kane that, or a certain character that you have become fond of, especially now that you work, have done work on Mank? That's a great question. Um, I, I actually rewatched Citizen Kane um, right before the movie came out. Um, I... I really like, and I'm gonna, I, I don't remember the character's names, but, um, uh, his friend who, who's interviewed, um, at the, uh, oh boy, you know, the, uh, the guy who's sort of blonde. Um, I'll have to go back and look at Man, what's that. his name? Yeah, I should look it up. Oh, I'll find uh, it. he, he has the, uh, the sort of face off with, that sort of like infamous face off in the, uh, in the newsroom after hours after the election. Um, I really, I really like that character, and I, I really, I really appreciated the way that the actors sort of played those characters throughout the years. Um, and I really like that character because he's very noble and like he's very principled. But then when he's older and he's, you know, he's being interviewed, um, he's got this sort of uh, impishness to him. Um, and I thought it was fun that he could like take this character throughout the years and like find these different um, facets of them. Well, now you're going to make me go back and watch Citizen Kane. So yeah. I need to go back. And, <laughs> I haven't seen it in probably Everybody 20 should. years. Yeah, you're right. It should. Oh, it's, it's so good. Uh, especially if you if you have seen Mank, uh, it'll give you a, such an even more appreciation for uh, Citizen Kane. And just, you know, of course, one of Hollywood's classics as well. So, yeah. Okay. When you are driving, your, your, your character Tommy is driving uh, Mank around, are you guys really driving outside for real driving, or or is that on set with the green screen, blue screen, or whatever screen color is popular now? Uh, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> it changes every few years. Um, no, that was not real driving, but at my audition. So I did, a, I did an on-tape audition at home, oh. and then I was brought in uh, – to read with the casting director, and she asked me if I if I had experience driving, and which is a funny thing to ask somebody in LA because that's all we do. Of course. But um, so I was like, oh, is this going to be real? Am I going to have to really drive? That seems um, pretty dangerous. Um, but it ended up being all on set. Um, they set up um, these LED screens, and it wasn't it wasn't even green screen or blue screen. It was all projected uh, in real time. They took, they filmed these plates like on location near Victorville, and then they they just had these different screens running, and it was really fascinating because um, 
the car we're driving is a convertible, and it's it's one of those beautiful old cars that's just all curves. So they had kind of different screens for different areas of the car. So even if there's just like anywhere you look on that car, there's the proper reflection. There's a screen off camera that was like, you know, reflecting what was going on, what what we were passing, and there were. It was it was amazing being on set with that, and and, and they would have to time it out so. So the LED screens would have to start going. We then we'd start the scene, but it was yeah, it was all on set. And um, there are some behind the scenes pictures that made the rounds that show us in this little um, car on a platform with all these screens around us. It was wild because it was really like how they used to do this stuff. Um, it was really cool to make this movie about um, about old Hollywood and so many of the things, so many of the ways they. They, they 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 made it were were things that they did you know eighty years ago. God, has it been eighty years already, man? Oh. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> time is passing. We're steadily having birthdays, I guess. So I know. <laughs> so okay. Uh, speaking further of Academy Awards, uh, Gary Oldman stars as. Mankiewicz, Herman J. So what was it like for you to work with Gary Oldman? Uh, oh, my God. I, I honestly, I say this a lot to people that it hasn't sunk in. And it, it, that's true. Like, it really hasn't. He's, um, this was, like, an amazing set to be on uh, because he is, he's one of the greatest. He's one of my favorite actors. And then uh, David Fincher is one of my favorite directors, but to be be there with with Gary Oldman, uh, just like we were sitting sitting in a car together, and he was so pleasant, so nice, um, and such a, uh, a just a really really great person to be sitting next to all day. And acting wise, I mean, just always on when we were on. He, it, I, I was so. Um, I was so in my head at the beginning about like, oh my God, this is, this is Gary Oldman. He's won an Oscar. And at the time I was like, you'll probably be nominated for another one for this. And I was, the entire time I was just like, okay, I hope I don't screw this up. But um, after a while we got into it and I just sort of forgot about all that stuff. And, and um, it was just like, you know, doing, doing scenes with the scene partner and he was just so every now and then I, I sort of dropped in and I was like, Oh my God, I'm sitting next to Gary Oldman and I'm acting next with one of my idols. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's incredible. Um, and two, yeah, every now and then I think about like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm in this movie and I'm acting with somebody who was nominated for their performance. And it's like, I can absolutely see why and it was just such an honor. He looks like he's, the type of actor that younger actors can learn what whatever about acting from that he doesn't mind sharing his experience. Am I kind of correct on that or what? Yeah, absolutely. He's really open. He was so so lovely and just just a lovely person to work with. Yeah, I've yeah I, I've been on set with people who are just you know more reserved. Nothing nothing against it, but mm -hmm. it's more of like a, hey, I'm here to to do my job and, and um, you're going to do yours and then we're going to, um, and then we'll part ways and 
eventually get paid. And, and it wasn't, he was not like that at all. He was just so like, he was so, I could tell you how happy he was to be, to be there. And, you know, when, when you've been doing it that long, uh, and you're on a David Fincher set, which is like a, a which is a great experience, but you're like, you're working hard, um, to be as like in it and present and, and, and just lovely to work with as, as he was, which is just so nice. Yeah, he just appears, there's that aura about him that you can just tell. Yeah, yeah you can just really tell. Well, now, Sean, you have uh, worked on so many uh, films and television series and shows and such, um, but working on a, a film that has oh, this amount of Academy Award nominations or any Academy Award nominations... <laughs> You know, that's I know that yeah. is the dream of every actor and actress. Yeah. So, so what is so far? What's the experience been like? How is what has it done for your career so far that this this happened for you? Um, I have been getting a lot more auditions. Good um, Yeah, it's always good news, and I, I. I assume this has something to do with it. It's hard to, um, you know, I'm not at a level where I'm like uh, getting, you know, getting offers or anything, but um, we do uh, as actors, you know, we're, we're all on our little IMDb pros. We, every now and then we check our star meters and it's kind of, um, not something I do very often, but I've been curious about it. Uh, recently and and it's been high it's been higher than normal and ultimately you know i don't know what that means like i don't know how that <laughs> how that translates into real life into something actionable but that's something that's like a, a specific number you know that i can like put to this um and yeah i've been getting it's been nice you know I, i've been out in la for a while and um it's sort of uh it's sort of like a it takes its toll on a lot of people and I've, I've known a lot of people who have called, called it quits. And uh, sometimes I think like, wow, they were, they were a lot smarter than me and maybe I should have done that. And, um, it's just one of those things where I, you can't rest. You kind of always have to be hustling, but it's nice to be able to just take a moment and be like, okay, well, you know, if nothing else, I stuck it out long enough to, um, to be part of something really, really special. It's something that's sort of like, uh, sort of universally recognized as, as like, as, as something really good. And um, I'm incredibly lucky to, to be able to say that. Well, sticking it, it out has definitely been worth it because look at us and what we're talking about now, you know, yeah. <laughs> 10 Oscar nominations yeah. for one movie. Uh, well, now you mentioned earlier um, uh, your sister, Sinead, is one of your, your writing partners. Um, so tell us about, I understand that you and your sister are co-founders of Shipwrecked Comedy. And what is that all about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we started that um, about oh, seven years ago. Uh, Sinead is, is my younger sister, and she... Um, she moved out to LA. We're we're from the Boston area, and um, she went to, she went to Tisch for filmmaking. She moved out here to in LA to she was an NBC page, and um, 
when we were growing up, we we made a lot of um, home movies, a lot of uh, a lot of fun, silly things that we decided we should continue doing that. Um, also, you know, it's it's fine to to audition, but sometimes there are dry spells and you kind of go crazy waiting around for the phone to ring or you know for to get an email these days. So we decided, like, let's put our heads together. Let's start making our own stuff. And um, we did. We were able to grow, like, a little fan base and, and an audience. And seven years later, we, yeah, we're Sundance fellows. We workshopped a pilot at Sundance. We have about, we have over 40,000 subscribers on YouTube. We have premiered uh, series and short films at, film festivals all over the globe and we are you know working on that next step we're working to be like you know to make this part of our our actual day-to-day uh where you know where we can pay the bills yeah well i don't think you will have any problems because it sounds like it's smooth sailing (laughs) from here on out after april especially (laughs) after the thank you very much i hope so well, I got a couple of last questions here, um, Sean. I yeah. understand that you are also a first-generation Indian American actor and writer. So the success yeah. that you're now having in entertainment, uh, share with us your thoughts about how important that is for you and, and your family and friends. Um, that is really really cool. I there there have been so many. Um, so many there there's been so much more recognition recently of uh representation and diverse voices and i feel like uh me and my sister are like like a a niche that like um because we're we're my dad is indian and my mom is white they're my dad is from guyana south america my mom's from glasgow um so we have a, a, a voice that's like that every now and then i'm like I, I don't see represented, so whenever I do see it, I'm like, oh my god, yes, that that's exactly what what our experience has been like, and it's so incredible to to see it, you know, reflected uh, back to us. We we actually um, were we interviewed as staff writers on a pilot. Um, um, Hannah Simone, who's an actress, uh, she's also. Her dad is Indian and her mom is British, and we went in to interview with her um, for for this um, pilot she was doing that was uh, autobiographical. It was based on her life, which as this meeting progressed, we were like, oh, this is our life too. And we just had so much fun in this meeting talking about these very specific, very niche things, these little stories that had happened to, to the three of us growing up, even though we, we had a different experience we grew up in different places like it was so it was one of the nicest meetings i've had in la just just seeing somebody like and 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 being seen and and being heard and and just knowing that like there are other people out there like me there are other ways that that we can um you know what it is it's like a i grew up i grew up feeling kind of lonely um, I had a great family. I had a great upbringing. I had, I had a lot of friends growing up, but there was part of me that just never felt 100% like I belonged in in this area 
or when I was with the other group that I belonged in that area, I always felt like a little bit of an outsider. So realize, coming out here and realizing, oh, there's people just like me who feel that um, that exact way that, that I've never been able to articulate. We're out here and we're doing what we want. And also, you know, they're growing up uh, as a first-generation um, Indian American, uh, you know, there's a stereotype that, that it's like, oh, you got to be a doctor, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that, stere- that stereotype was very true for me. That was like my expected path. And um, the journey to to moving out to Los Angeles was not easy. It was it was a struggle. Um, I ended. I did go to school for pre med, and I did, even though this is exactly what I wanted to do, and I've known that from a very young age. You know, I did try to explore other paths, and, and um, it was hard. And now where I'm at now where with my parents, it's like, they're so supportive. They're so happy for me. And I, um, any, any hope that I can give to, to anybody out there who's like where I was, um, growing up where, where you had this sort of longing for something else that you didn't think you was going to happen or, or you didn't feel like, um, you belonged anywhere. Like, it's so important to know that there are other people like that out there and that, you know, things can work out. And they have definitely worked out for you. And that's why I wanted to ask you that question so that you can share your story and to inspire and encourage. Because like you said, now uh, being diverse and inclusive is really important and people are seeing how important that it is in all walks of the mm-hmm. profession. So I'm so glad that you shared your experience with with listeners, with the, with the whole, well, your experience, I should say, you know. Um, thank you. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to do that because that's really important. Oh, yeah, I, I, I know what it's like. Believe me. Believe me, I know. Now, uh, I, in addition to drama series and shows, TV shows and such, I understand that you've done a lot of uh, television commercials or earlier in your career. Are there some products mm-hmm. or TV commercials that we that you can tell us that you've been in? Maybe we can go back <laughs> to YouTube and look at them. <laughs> uh, there's some fun ones. Um, I will tell you the best experience I had doing one was in, uh, it was for a PlayStation video game. I mean, I don't even remember which one it was. I remember it was a big one, and I, I was not, I'm not really big into video games. I told my roommates at the time, and they were like, are you serious? And I had no idea what it was. But um, it filmed in Prague, in uh, the Czech Republic, and I, I was flown out. And it was my first experience being flown anywhere for work. Um, and we filmed in this, like, sort of weird, like, castle that had been turned into a brewery that was abandoned. I don't know. Anyways, it was very cool to be, uh, to see Prague. That's all. Um, I did, uh, I did a commercial that you can find on YouTube that, um, it was for Tecate beer. Um, and the, I, the, the campaign was, was about, I think it was called box or boxing and it was with Sylvester Stallone. And, um, I am in an elevator and I'm taking like a selfie and I'm making duck lips and then I turn around and Sylvester Stallone is there and you know it's playing off these um, kind of like 
uh, you know, over the top um, ideas of of um, machismo and and I'm not being very manly, but but he's Sylvester Stallone, you know, and he doesn't approve of what I'm doing. Um, and that was really fun. That's on uh, that's on YouTube. You can find that. That was crazy to to work with Sylvester Stallone. And then there was another one that I don't know that you can find. And even if you found it, I don't. You wouldn't know it was me. But it was a it was a well, I don't know what it was for either. It was for like Comcast or something. And it was with Peyton Manning. And wow. um, and it was like uh, Peyton Man. I played Peyton Manning's legs. <laughs> um, and I. It was very weird, but it was like, here's Peyton Manning, and here's Peyton Manning if you don't have this, uh, you know, sports package on your, on your, uh, subscription. And I have very skinny legs. Um, you probably, you probably can't tell from watching Hank, but, um, they, they took my legs and they made them even, they, they did that like Captain America, uh, before he, he took this super soldier serum on my legs and they made them even skinnier. Oh, and then they put them on, Peyton Manning. That was so funny because I'm, um, I, I'm, a, I'm from the Boston area. I'm a, I'm a New England Patriots fan, and I, and I should say I'm a Patriots fan before they started winning. But you know, this was back when it was sort of like Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning. So I got on the set, and I was like, man, I don't like Peyton Manning. And then he turned out to be the nicest guy ever. He was so sweet, and. Um, and uh, and I was like, oh man! <laughs> now I have to like. Take that <laughs> that is fun funny. Experience. I would love to see that one. I, I'm gonna look for yeah, it. Yeah, if you if you if you can find it, let me know. I will. <laughs> I gotta show some people. I, I'll I'll look for it. I'll I'll send it to uh, Jeremy if I find it. Yeah, yeah. That is for sure. So much fun. Well, I want to go back a minute. Uh, back to your family. How did how did you break the news to your family? that you were not going to continue and pursue going to med school and, and, and to be, be an actor? Because I know, man, some, some families are like, are you kidding me? Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what was that like? Um, that, was, uh, that was tough. I don't think I had the courage to do it all at once. I feel like at first I was like, it was like, yeah, look, I can't do this this med school stuff. I'm not going to be able to go to med school. I can't do it. Um, I'll find something else. And, um, and then, so I, you know, I looked into, uh, I, I do love writing. So I looked into, um, journalism and all the while I was, I was taking classes in college. I was taking screenwriting classes, film classes, just to enrich myself because I, I, really was unhappy with everything else I was doing. And I was like, I, there has to be one class I take while I'm in college that I like that isn't organic chemistry. Um, so, yeah, it was a gradual thing. And at first it was like, okay, med school is off the table. It's not happening. And then it was sort of like, I don't know. I'm finding myself. I don't know what it is. And then um, I ended up being only a couple credits short of fulfilling my pre-med requirement. And so my senior year, I ended up, I ended up doing that. And I think that was like, I think that was me just saying like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to make the effort. I started this and I'm going to end it. I'm, I'm going to end it. I mean, I'm going to finish it. I'm going to end it. Sounds ominous. Um, you know, I started this and let's do this. I, I'm so close. Uh, so I ended up 
fulfilling my pre-med requirements. And then um, I had a friend from high school who was moving out to L.A., and he he did, he did theater with me in high school, and he was um, he was more on the, the behind the scenes. Um, uh, he he did uh, stage design. He studied with a really prestigious um, set designer in New York, and he he's a he's a big theater guy. But he was like, I'm gonna go out to L.A. and just see what I can do out in L.A. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna come with you, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna because why not? I had that. You know, you're only young once, and if I don't do it now, then then I'll never do it. And by that point, I think my parents, I think it's the gradual. This, I sl- I'm I'm one of those people who slowly takes the bandaid off, <laughs> and I think in that case it actually helped because I think um, it helped me and my parents sort of get on board with this sort of like major life change. Um, in my mind, it was like this is what it was always leading to. Um, but I think that gradual thing sort of helped us all get on the same page. Well, it definitely um, yeah. has worked in your your favor here, obviously. I, I tell you, <laughs> it's uh, so many of you actors here in the Hollywood, you have this medical background, Ken Jeong and Matt Eisman yeah. from American Ninja Warrior, and now you were telling your almost yeah. medical story here. So, uh I think it's really important to to follow to be your own authentic self, no matter who it is and what it what profession it is. And you're a great example of such. That's cool. Really awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Well, last and you know I mm-hmm. I have I have sorry sorry I, I have friends who did theater and I was always very jealous of them. They studied theater and almost all of them afterwards were like, well, I wish I'd studied something else. And because you know we're all out here doing this now. Um, but I wish in college I'd focused on something else. And so in that way, I don't have any regrets about what happened. Definitely, no. Because you you, you put your foot in the water about the medical pre-med school. You did that. You tested it out. It wasn't really for you. And so now, yeah. uh, so you don't have to look back and say, oh, man, I should have maybe gone to med, pre-med school. But no, you did that. <laughs> Yeah, I know that was a bad idea. <laughs> well, anyway, I know, lastly here, Sean, I know um, Academy Award night is going to be party central at your house, and uh, <laughs> it's going to be a, a mad rush. And so oh, I'm really going to be 10 nominations. You guys have got to win something. you got to. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Statistically yeah. speaking, we should. You yeah. really should. So... Um, what can we expect next? I know you said that you've, you're getting all this attention in auditions. Is there something coming up this summer or later this year that you're releasing that we need to know about? Yeah, um, I we we are planning on uh, shipwreck comedy. My group, um, we are planning on doing launching our biggest project yet. Um, it's going to be a multi-part series, um, true to form. It's based on um, something um, kind of spooky and something that sort of got its basis in, in classic literature, and it's going to be our own fresh take on it. Uh, we're really excited about about this take that we've got on this thing. We think that everybody who follows us is going to really, really um, be into it. We're going to launch a crowdfunding campaign for it. We were expected to 
our plan was to launch one about a year ago, exactly, last March. Thankfully, we pumped the brakes on that because that was, would not have been a good idea. Um, but we're hopeful that we can we can film it this year. So, yeah, I would recommend just sort of following us on um, on YouTube or following me on, you know, whatever social media you've got. Uh, we should, we're hopefully going to announce um, that we're moving forward with that uh, in the next few months. So we just go to YouTube and type in shipwrecked comedy and that's, and it'll jump up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shipwrecked comedy. It is. Um, yeah. Gosh, Sean, thank you for the chat. And it's just enjoyed chatting with you. It's really good conversation. Yeah, same. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I am just delighted, as I told uh, Jeremy, your publicist, that I'm looking forward to chatting with you all the week, and so we've done so. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's I been think, great. Yeah, I think I'll go back and watch Make again now that I've talked to you. I'll look at it again. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'll stay tuned to Shipwrecked Comedy. Maybe I can just send a copy of the link uh, of our chat and put it, you know, paste it on your page. Your um, YouTube yeah. channel, I should say. We'll do that. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Well, thank you again, Sean. And we will, oh, my God, we'll be cheering loudly for May on for Academy Award night. So thank you again. Radio. And thank you very congratulations much. Congratulations on your success. Janice Malone. Thanks, Sean. Sure okay, take care now. Bye-bye. Bye.